podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. Welcome to this week's episode of Property Jam, where we talk about everything on the human side of property. And this week, we don't have any guests. Yay! It's just the three of us together this week for a change. Um, Why do you have any guests, Will? Because nobody loves us. Oh, what? No. No. Or was it a conscious decision? Kind of. <laughs> what it is, what it is, is we're just so exclusive. We're just vetting too many people. No one's passing the criteria checklist, right? Correct. It was not that I forgot to book someone on in time. <laughs> no, no. Nothing to do with that. No. No. What are we doing instead, Noel? What are we doing instead? We're just going to talk crap like we normally do <laughs> for 45 minutes and hope someone listens to it. Human side of property. <laughs> the human crap of property. <laughs> the human crap of property. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I guess yeah, we could we, we, we could talk about the amazing people that we work with. Mm. I'm still looking for some. So if you've got any recommendations, please yeah, send them my a, way. You need a business partner. That's what you need. A good business partner, mate. Good luck with that. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm still on the hunt. <laughs> Double digging over there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, no, we, we so were talking, you, weren't we? We were talking about, before we press record, we actually were naturally mentioning how many people we work with that are just simply awesome and help us do what we do as property investors. And it's probably one of the most human elements to being a property investor is the team that you've got in place, whether it's brokers, accountants and all that stuff. And yeah. Here's an interesting question then to, I'm going to do it to Joe. Yeah. Um, who would you say, and, and it's the first reaction, the person that comes into your head, who would you say is the most essential part of your team? Oh, t- oh two came in. Okay. Can I, can I have two? Yeah, Am I allowed? Yeah. My letting agent and my tax accountant. Yeah. Mm. I'd probably agree with that, especially your circumstances of having property, which needs letting. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and tax it needs paying. <laughs> or not paying. Or not paying. Or not paying, more importantly. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, Niall, same question to you. Uh, it's a very difficult one to answer, but first person to come into my head was project manager. Don't tell the rest of the team. <laughs> Don't tell the rest of the team. No, I mean, that's very. It is like I said, it's a very difficult question to answer because everybody has a role to play. Yeah. So if someone's not pulling their weight or not doing their job, then the whole thing falls apart. It's very clear, isn't it, when um, there's one part of the, the puzzle slightly missing. Yeah, it's very interesting because I'm recording this podcast with uh, two members of our team sitting uh, next to me. <laughs> very careful uh, what I say. What are you gonna say? <laughs> Well, for me, it's, it's a bit of a no-brainer. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's Lara, my other half. Um, it makes the biggest difference to my life. Um, so um, she's got her headphones in, so it's absolutely fine. She can't oh, you're not even scoring brownie points as you say it. Yeah, exactly. But, but um, in terms of the, the, a key member, um, keep keeping on the straight and narrow, ensuring that things get done um, and um, the ability to kind of work at all hours 
when I have a crazy idea at like 11 o'clock at night and saying, actually, or we forget to do something and we're like, well, we can't go call up Dom at 11 o'clock at night and send an email. So someone's got to do it. <laughs> I don't know how to use a system. Laura. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I wonder what she, I wonder what her response would be if we asked her the same question. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> no. She, 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 quite often it's like, do we have to do that now? It's like, you know, what's the worst case? And to be honest, I've got better at asking myself the question, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen? Does it have to be done right now? Or could it just wait till tomorrow? Mm. Most of the time it can wait till tomorrow. It's true, actually, because um, in fact, I've had a whole day of this. So, you know, we all do different things. We all run different businesses, don't we? And I was meeting up with one of my business partners today, Shelley, and we were talking about Success Goddess. And we're planning like this masterclass thing. And what happens is because the whole nature of success is all about personal growth, right? And so a lot of our conversations end up being around personal growth and growth that we're going through at the moment, because both of us are going through a real transition in our, in our personal lives. And you feel like you've gone off topic or that you're wasting your time by having those personal conversations. But actually all it's doing is like another building block to your business when you are having those realizations and those conversations and that human interaction. But it feels like because you're not physically doing something, no slides have been produced or, you know, nothing's been done as it were, there's no physical output that it's, it's not, it's somehow not work, but it is work. And actually that's true of all of the, human connections yeah. that you have with with whichever player you're interacting with in your business mm. interesting you talk about slides there like the slides themselves will be the quickest bit to produce because yes. actually it's those um you know weeks and months of thinking and clarity and you know, having an idea and thinking oh, that's really good and then a week later go actually no that was really crap <laughs> yeah. and that, that that kind of realization um and you know, the talking it through with someone um you have an idea in your head and then you suddenly speak it out loud and you're like that definitely was not what i thought it was going to be um and it's yeah, and generally you get you kind of either get shot down um um or you go actually uh, this could maybe do something could be something better so i think i think you're right it's um that those conversations that you have with you know the people around you with the team actually do help consolidate ideas um and clarify things because if it's in your head it's in just in your head <laughs> so um yeah you, you've done all that thinking in yeah, in your head which i've just said three times and, <laughs> you're obviously not thinking in your head right now <laughs> no i'm not well, I'm, I'm help um so um, and um then then you, you you would talk it through with whoever you're working with your team members and um that's when it has life mm. so you have to get it out of your head and get you know um, you know, Niall and, and my team get quite, um, I can't work out whether, whether they get excited or whether they, they kind of go, oh, here we go again. Yeah, get the whiteboard out and everyone's like, oh, okay, here we go again. And, um, and Matt and his whiteboard. <laughs> Honestly, it's like he carries a whiteboard around with him. <laughs> so funny. Oh, he's just Mr. Idea Man, isn't he? You need an idea, man. He's important. Mm. Just maybe not at like two in the morning or something. Do you know um, what I need right now? A what? holiday. Yes. Time away from it for a while. Yeah. You know, yeah. It is, it's been very full on for a, quite a long time. You mean Matt's and... ideas? 
Well, that's always for law, no matter. <laughs> but but no, but seriously though, it, it's um yeah, I just feel like I need to take a step away for a week or whatever and just switch off completely. Yeah. The look of horror on Matt's face when I say that. We need to coordinate because I'm actually having three weeks off later in the uh, year. <gasps> three whole weeks. Three whole weeks. What are you doing? Getting married or something? <laughs> you, are, you are involved in one of those weeks. Yeah. <laughs> we just have to train Lara up to be able to. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, hang on. She's, yeah, she's she, she might be an this. integral part of this time off. Yeah. <laughs> indeed but um yeah so i think there, there will be some time off later on um in in the year but yeah I, I definitely think that that time out i was thinking about the next holiday that i take i think that's i might a, take some whiteboard paper with me but that's i think yeah i think that's a good point because that time out is is very important because when you're not in the middle of it you can see clearly you know, once you get rid of all that haze and take time to relax and have a lie in and not worry about things then suddenly ideas start coming into your head again so true it's like a, do you know the whole theme of the day today has been effective communication um and um processing emotions and giving yourself space like that's mm -hmm. been like a continual conversation that i've been having with my business partner and one of the topics to have to enable that was was taking a break um, and we were talking about going off to America for a couple of weeks and just literally going to stay with, with her brother who lives in San Diego. And it's like, you know, it's kind of a business trip, but it's also not because it's under the guise of relaxation. But that's when your best ideas come. Yeah, definitely. And creativity. You know, what? when I when I wrote the book, I, I literally had to send Laura away for a week for me to get it finished. I was like, really? oh, I'll fit it in. I'll do an hour a day. And it just wasn't happening. Yeah, um, I was getting close to the deadline uh, with the publisher, and I was like, "No, um, I just need a time." As I just told everyone, um, I'm off this week, and Lara took Amelia down to see grandparent in um, uh, in Devon, and uh, I was just like, "Yeah, I'm going to have this this week." And what I did pretty much was, I ended up you know lying in, not doing very much in the morning, you know, watch a bit of telly, get a <laughs> laptop out, blah blah blah, and then you get into the now her ears picked, perked up. And um, so mm -hmm. and you get into this, um, uh, but, but yeah, the, the flow comes when the flow comes. Mm -hmm. And then you just, and then you just get into that um, mind, kind of that rhythm and that momentum then takes you forward. So that's, that's definitely what, what I found um, worked well for me. And it's like simply being a holiday, you, you're there not to work. It's almost like I was having that, that week not to write a book. It was more to relax. And the writing of the book just happened. Yeah. Finishing the book, shall I say. And um, it quite was, yeah, it's quite useful to have a bottle of wine as well. That helps. Always helps. Always helps. Yeah, always helps. Yeah. But there's something about a choice as well, about how you use your holiday. Because, I, again, I was um, looking at some NLP, uh, Neuro Linguistic Programming videos earlier, and they were talking about choosing to work at the weekend and how you reframe it in your brain to be a positive thing. If you dread working at the weekend because you're treating it as that 5-2 model, um, because you're trying to fall in line with, you know, the 9-5 to five societal norm, then working at the weekend becomes an alien or, you know, dreaded concept. But when you just say, I'm choosing to work at the, the weekend to add to my multi-million pound business, it's like, oh yeah, that's cool. Like that, that's got a, that's got a positive ring to it as opposed to, I'm going to have to work at the weekend because, you know, I just haven't got enough time in the week. No, you've probably chosen to do other things in the week because your time is your own. It just so happens that your Wednesday will be your Saturday this coming weekend. That's cool. That's okay. And the same is true of holiday. So 
you know um max rayner who we had on the podcast several months ago i was having a chat with him and he's um, decided to just uh, go off to portugal for a few days to stay at a friend's house and he was like oh my god i've got so much that i need to get done before i get to portugal and i'm like no you can plug in from portugal babe you, you can do that. You can choose to if you want to, because the nature of property, the nature of our business can be remote, you know, depending on where you are in a life cycle. But when you're going through like finance applications, when you're going through certain things, a lot of that is done online, especially now that COVID's hit. The world is plugged in. So you can be in Portugal about to go off onto a golf course and you can get some admin done in the morning and then go live your best life. I was like, there's not a not an either or here, you know, like it's it's cool. You can do both. He was like, oh my God, I can be by the pool doing property stuff. I'm like, yes, you can. <laughs> Very downside to that is um, some banks still need that signature physical. on a piece of paper. Yeah. I have been on holiday and away <laughs> where a physical signature is needed and yeah. then trying to find a printer and a scanner, <laughs> you, think, you think you'd just be able to go down somewhere and in fact, it, it, it's a, I've just mentored some guys up in, in near Manchester last week and they had some uh printing that they needed doing and i was like where are we gonna go and get this printing done and they kind of they went around nothing was open they went to the supermarket and i thought oh, there must be a printer in, in asda um and the only printer they had in asda was the the photo printer so they actually got <laughs> their agenda for the weekend and a few bit of property particulars printed on big photograph <laughs> photographic paper <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah but it was but it was creative thinking um uh, i don't think you could have printed out printed that out and then sign a document and then scan it back in so um yeah but i was just going to add to the, the whole thing about not you know, being happy working on the, the weekend is one thing and i know i do work on the weekend quite a bit mm-hmm. um and there's, there's there's the guilt of the associated working the weekend not spending with family etc and you kind of have to kind of get over that and make sure that you have dedicated time elsewhere mm-hmm. but also there's the um that feeling of not working on the weekday so for example monday to friday at the moment i feel like if i took a took a tuesday off that the whole world's going to fall apart yeah um which i know is not true um but because everyone else is working i have to work because people might need me and i might need someone else um but the benefit of working on a weekend is that um, i know no one else is going to be working therefore it feels like it's more of a freeing time to work yeah on a weekday it does feel like i can't do certain bits because i might just do this or i might need to do that and um, etc i i like working at the weekend sometimes because you've got so um so little distractions coming through there are very few emails very few phone calls if any at all and um, so you can really get through a lot of the work a lot quicker and um, because um, well i'm very my attention span is not very good. <laughs> so really? I, get, I get distracted very easily. So as soon as an email pops in, I'm off looking at the email. And, and I know I should turn off emails, but I never do because I might miss one. And that would never do. And I can't turn off WhatsApp in case I miss any of those either. And then I get really pissed off if there are too many WhatsApps. So it's, it's like I'm playing this battle in my head constantly. <laughs> so yeah, I like the weekend so that none of those distractions come in and I can actually get my head down and get on with it. Yeah, I think, I think if you, if you do take that that other day off, so, uh, you know, the other day, Laura and I were talking about saying, right, okay, on a Monday afternoon, Monday afternoon is family time, and we're going to go to a kid's play thing when there's going to be no one else around. Yeah. Or a Tuesday morning, and there's going to be no one else around, so we can go to a farm, and uh, we can have a whole place to ourselves. 
or what I'm looking more forward to going to Thorpe Park and there'll be no one else around with the kids too. too, too. Oh, I love Thorpe Park. Oh, well, stealth. Yes. When, when we get back into like normal society again, or maybe even before that, I would like to get myself into like a three-day working week. That'll do. Yeah. But you just pick the, what three days are the ones you work, right? Exactly. And I, can, I, don't, I don't have to work the nine to five thing. I can work as many hours as I want those days to get whatever I need to do done mm -hmm. and then have more freedom for myself because that's the whole point of why I became self-employed in the first place was for freedom. Mm -hmm. But right now I feel like I'm sometimes tied to the desk again, which is not a great feeling. So I think I need to eliminate that by giving myself or allowing myself to have more free time, which will make me more productive. It's a permission thing, isn't it? It is yeah. a permission thing. It's a permission thing not to feel guilty. It's a permission thing to allow yourself to work when the rest of the world isn't. I, right. I, know, I know what you mean. Like, I think <clears throat> for me, what I've realized is every single day is the same for me. You know, it doesn't matter whether it's a Saturday or a Tuesday. The day is actually the same. It's just everyone else's agenda that changes that I have to bend and flex to. Good so because of this, you know, like things are open on certain days of the week or people arrange things on certain days of the week, especially now we have more freedom post lockdown. So it just so happens that everyone's going to a bar on a Saturday night. Therefore, I'm not going to work on a Sunday because I'll have had a late night and probably a few drinks. But, you know, like that could quite easily be my Wednesday night. It doesn't make any difference to me, but it makes difference to the other people's agendas. So if I'm being sociable, it will be in the main at the weekend with people who are more in that nine to five model. So it's a, just a different vibe. But so I frame my weekends if I'm working at the weekend, well, this may as well be a Wednesday. What's if? You know, it's just yeah. another day, you know? It takes me back to being being a student again. Exactly. So, yeah, it doesn't matter what day of the week you go out, you just go out. Yeah, you just go <laughs> yeah, out. I love that. Honestly, my biggest value, a bit like no, is freedom. That's my number one value. Freedom to be who you are, freedom to do what you want. Those two things drive everything that I am. So if I want to lie in on a Monday, which I did yesterday, I literally spent about 90% of yesterday in bed. It's freaking awesome. I can. You know, <laughs> like I can. Why not? Why not? <laughs> but also, you probably did like um, three or four 12 hour days uh, or 16 hour days leading up in to the that. lead up. Exactly. Yeah kind of compounds yeah yeah definitely teaching just takes it out of you but it's you know, you know, that, you know chill. so niall's thought of, of, of working three days a week that's kind of starts to to freak me out i know i could see, see i could see it in your face as soon as i said it <laughs> i'm not against not against the concept just like well you know is, is everything going to get done <laughs> no <laughs> no yeah but yeah, I like the, 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 the whole point is like is, is obviously the business should be able to run without us being there constantly. Otherwise, it's not going to be a, it's not going to be yeah, a, yeah. a feasible business. Right. But it's just about oh, I, I, even the thought myself of doing that right now. Does give me the, 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 the does scare me. So, but it's just a mindset it's, thing. It's all, it's, it's all groundworks as well, because I think yeah, when you're setting up a business, you know, we're in, you know, in kind of scale mode in mm. in one business, growth mode in another, startup mode in two others. So at that point, if you've got three or four businesses in in different modes, like if you had one business, yeah, I could run one business on three days a week. But we're running four businesses, so three times four is twelve. So we do twelve days a week. 
um, <laughs> worth of work. But we now have 15 members of staff. I was going to say, you have support with that. You have, you have 15 members of staff, exactly. So it's, it, it, it's, it swings and roundabouts as to how, how it comes together. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so if you, you get, like, yeah, I think getting to a point where you work three days a week and you do one day on each business going, okay, I'm going in and we're going to sort all the problems out from the last week today from me today and we're just going to go in and do it and the next day we're going to solve that the next day we're going to solve that um yeah no i think that's because yeah you can have those really long and meaningful i think i think that's the, the probably uh, important point is actually meaningful work yeah if you um yeah you, would, you do let's say six days a week of work um and you had one day off um yeah are those six days is that all meaningful work or have you run around being a busy fool um for for some of it um, i know i know there are certain days where yeah i get halfway through the day and it's like i'm just really not being productive um yeah and i have just, i have just taken the rest of the day off yeah yeah um, so like that happens yeah yeah um, and i think you're right you, when you're working purposefully it doesn't matter whether it's a three-hour day or it's a 12 hour day, you're working with a, you're working productively. So you kind of ride on the back of that successful flow. And then it might be that you can sort of just ease up a bit the following day or the rest of the week, you know, cause you've just worked smart, not worked hard, um, mm -hmm. which is the, it's not easy to do. and doesn't always happen either. Cause you're not always feeling like you're in that zone. This is just it. Cause I, I read a book quite recently cause it's called, I know what to do. So why am I not doing it? <laughs> so we, so we, we all know these things. <laughs> <laughs> about not being a busy fool and working productively and stuff but there are some days that I sit at the desk here and I'll be working maybe 10-12 hours and I'm like I have no idea what I've done today not a clue you know there are some weeks in our Friday debrief where you know half the team will be like I think I think I, I, I don't think I did anything this week but they did so much <laughs> how was it Friday already <laughs> Right. Yeah. And, and you, you just ask them, okay, so what's the one thing that you achieve that you know you've achieved something? And I'm like, well, I've probably done about 50 things. I can't remember what any of them are. So yeah, occasionally we have, we have to go back and revisit the you know, this goal setting. Um, but then again, some some of the some of the guys' jobs is to keep keep things ticking away and to bat things away from Nala and myself so that we don't have to worry about them. Mm. Totally. And that becomes normal. When something becomes normalized, it doesn't become exceptional. Therefore, it doesn't feel like an achievement because it's just what you do. So yeah. it's only like when you do something that was perhaps out of your routine or, you know, something that felt like a massive deadline was reached. You know, it's like, oh, I, I did that. But actually just that continuous turning of the cog is, is work. It's yeah. I'm just, just thinking of our um, accounts assistant who every Friday says, I kept, I kept you know, zero up to date. Yeah. <laughs> he just like, says it like that. It's it's very deadpan, but like yeah, he's cool. He's a cool dude. He's oh, a cool yeah. dude. Yeah. That's <laughs> like excellent. Thank you. <laughs> I have no idea what that involves, but thanks anyway. <laughs> it's zero clue about zero. <laughs> I've got zero clue about zero, and that's the way it will stay. Exactly <laughs> through desire, through choice, mean, through choice. It does mean you have um, like a daily. You can have a daily PNL. Uh, which <laughs> something I've always wanted. Five goals. <laughs> I've wanted it for about five years. Ever since we started in business, I was like, like having up to date information. Like yeah. we haven't had like day to day yeah. like 
information to date and information for probably most of our career, most of our yeah. business career. I think it's like a lot of the things in business, you know, you recognize the benefit in having all of these things, but you don't necessarily want to be the one that's putting them all together. Oh, God, the operations and the system side is definitely not, yeah. my, uh, not where my heart lies, for sure. I'm quite happy to look at the end result when the accounts and the P&L stuff's all done. Yeah. But, but I'm not really bothered as to how we get to that point. I don't need yeah. to know that whole process. Yeah. Also, also Niall will need lots of colors on it. So oh, like- yeah. Oh, with, and no, I like colours and yeah, I just sort of do with the, the way it's sort of demonstrated. You show me like something dry that's just literally numbers in a spreadsheet, you've lost me from the get. Like <laughs> we're done. Just can't do it. It's, it's, it's when the you know the finance managers and the RFD kind of say, Yep, so we're gonna be tracking gross margin. And it's <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> Great. Like, what's a, what's a good gross margin it's like, i much prefer a gross margin to a net margin me personally Absolutely. it's my favorite type of margin i just think of margins silly. but i was thinking about you know at school you used to have margins on a page on a notepad yeah. do you remember that's the only time i ever understood or i ever really had a context for margins so in my head a gross margin is a really fat margin on a bit of school paper so I, in business terms, that'd be the worst. Yeah, so, so the gross margin is is the bit that's not the margin, because that's the gross yeah. margin. That's yeah. the, the little margin. Yeah, which is your net, right? Yeah. That's how I'd see it. It's like your gross margin and your net margin. The little bit would be your net, the big bit would be your gross. So, yeah, if we were dividing uh, up into well, school... Actually, just, just to put a pin in there, uh, ideally the other way around. Well, that would be the dream, right? Yeah, that would be the dream. Your net, your yeah. net margin, and hopefully, is larger than your. Um, yeah. So now you're talking about net margins. I'm thinking about going, putting uh, net in margarine. I've got my brain's like a fishnet in through margarine. That's where my brain's gone. See, this is where I'm. I'm not a systems or detail yeah. person. <laughs> your, 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 your gross margin is probably just disgusting toast. Yeah, it's gross margarine toast. <laughs> <laughs> it's been spilled onto school paper. Perfect. I prefer sunflower spread myself. Oh no! Give me give me good old fashioned butter any day of the week. <laughs> Love it. Mm. Mm. Yum. Can I tell you a story about something amazing that happened to me today? I posted about it on my Instagram, but I feel like it's a human side of of it's a human lesson that I think can be applied to property, that can be applied to all of our business ventures and life generally. So um, I was an absolute potato this morning. Like I just was not on my A game at all. I woke up late. Um, I was tired from the weekend, hadn't had a proper sleep yesterday. My alarm went off and I just hit snooze so many times. I'm talking like seven or eight times. So I should have got out of bed at five to do some creative coursework that I'm doing at the moment. I didn't. I got out of bed 15 minutes before I had to leave my flat to go to the gym and straight from the gym to Windsor to be my business partner. And I had to pack a bag to consider all of those things, including a shower at the gym. So there was lots of products that I needed to pack there was lots of business stuff that I needed to pack there was practical things I needed to pack and I had 15 minutes to do it plus feed the cats and all the other logistics that go with getting out of bed and getting yourself ready for the world I had my breakfast to pack I had to you know coffees teas I, yeah we, 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 we get it we get it yeah it was, a, it was 15 minutes Matthew 15 minutes so I was like oh my god so I managed to do it I've a story for more than 15 minutes now I know it's just a long one but it's worth it so this story, you put me off. So yeah, so then I actually only had about 10 minutes to get to the gym. So I called a cab. Cab got here. I put my bag in the back of the taxi and he had the a cab, massive... 
like the cab didn't get there. The cab got to your place because you're not in your place right now. No, so got cab got cab. Well, this is very confusing. The cab got to my flat, right? And can I just say, my gym is one mile up the road. I was getting a cab there because running so late, and I caused this chaos by snoozing so much. So I put my bag in the back of the taxi, and the guy turned around, had a massive go at me, and said, "You've put your dirty bag that you've just put on a wet, rainy floor into the back of my taxi, and you've destroyed the back of my cab." And I was like, "I haven't destroyed it. It wasn't wet. Nothing was damaged." So I said, but I thought, you know what? Don't react because you are in a foul mood, but you created your foul mood, Joanna. This was on you. Don't project that onto the driver. This is his business. You've just put a muddy bag in the back of his cab. Lifted it up. It wasn't muddy. And I said, I'm sorry, it's not muddy. However, I do respect why you said that to me. And I apologize. And he went, oh, and then just like kept on driving. Then we had about a 30 second silence where neither of us spoke. It was just awkward because we'd had this weird exchange. And then after that, he just said, can I apologize to you? And I was like, yeah, sure. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to be so harsh. It's just that people don't respect my cab. I said, I get it. And then we got into a conversation about people and how freaking weird people are. We ended up on that eight minute cab journey, having the biggest laugh and the biggest just human connection. And just like people are dickheads. How do you cope? What's the weirdest passenger you've ever had? Oh my God, it turns out I'm not a bitch. I just was in my own world because I've created my chaos this morning. I'm on my way to a gym class in a taxi. Nothing about this makes sense. And he was just like laughing his ass off. I got to my gym class, did my gym class, came out of it and was like, the reason I feel so good is because number one, I didn't give up. Number two, I didn't react. I took time to pause and not just project my shit onto someone else. I listened to his perspective and acknowledged it, diffused the situation, created a human connection, and then was able to go about my day in a positive way. And it had a knock-on effect positively for the rest of the day. And I shared that post on Instagram earlier. It's had some amazing engagement because people go, yeah, I totally understand that. But I think we can apply that same logic in everything. Take a breath before you respond. So it's a member of your power team. It's a builder who's telling you bad news or it's somebody who's, you know, an investor pulls out, whatever. Take a breath before you respond and, and create a positive response and then it will manifest positively back. So I thought I'd share that with Property Jammers today. And you, Amazing. you had a taxi jammer along the way. Taxi jam along the way. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it's good. So yeah, the me the message of that story is don't put you don't snooze, just get up. How long did you snooze for? Honestly, something like an hour. It was ridiculous. It's not that long. I know, but when you've got stuff to do, it's naughty. Actually, it is. Yeah. Mm, I had a lot to do, and I just didn't get it done. So, but you know what? I'm here. I'm managed to get my rest of my schedule done. You know, I'm recording in a completely different place where I normally would. Oh well, it's working. We're still together. Um, you know, my property networking event presenting tonight. I've got to get from Windsor to, to Southwest London. I'll do it and I'll present and it's going to be great. Today's a good day. Amazing. Bed with a smile on her face. Yeah, totally. And crazy hair, crazy gym hair. This is what happens when you shower at the gym and then you don't blow dry it. I look like a lion. <laughs> you got a bit of Hermione Granger going on. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. Look how mental my hair is, Niall. Look at it. It's 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 big. It's massive. I look like Tina Turner. <laughs> <laughs> do, do your best Tina Turner pressure. You're simply the best. <laughs> 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 
which is why she's going to have an amazing evening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that's basically the core content of this evening's uh, property presentation. <laughs> Love it. Oh dear. So I, I, I feel like we've uh, gone around the houses and back again. Very good. Very clever. And uh, you know, now you're talking about turning off emails. Um, yeah. I, I, I should, should have probably done that before we started recording. Well, <laughs> how many notifications have you seen that you really want to open? Well, they just keep pinging up. Um, <laughs> even turn it up. So uh, our listeners are going to know that uh, I get on average one every 15 minutes or so. It's not that bad. Not that bad. Um, but yes, thank you. I was about to say thank you for joining us. Our <laughs> pleasure. You're welcome. We'll, we're here all the time. <laughs> autopilot. We have no guest today. So yeah, uh, it was brilliant. So that was everything about what do we talk about? Teams, holidays, taking time out, you know, feeling being guilty, kind. not feeling guilty, being kind, taking a breath. Good stuff. Human stuff. Human Isn't shit. Stuff. Human shit, human crap. We're back to human crap. The podcast that talks about human crap. But <laughs> well, I think on Love that it. note, you're going to say goodbye. So that'll be one goodbye from me. It'll be a second goodbye from me. It'll be a third goodbye from me. jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more on facebook search property jam podcast or you can follow us on instagram at property jam podcast or you can email us at property jam podcast at outlook.com see, see you, you on the next, next episode, episode.